We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Some of these pre-produced videos from the Patriots, Robert Kraft, Troy Brown was another one last night, going on and on and on about how great Tom Brady is and how much he meant to the organization. I'm, I'm still waiting on Belichick's. Where's the Belichick video? Not that I expect us to get one. I, I assume we're not going to get one. Isn't it kind of telling that Bill hasn't? And I know he put out a very nice statement, but so did Robert Kraft. They're weird with him, with his video availabilities, with their in-house production team. Hmm. Like, it is very strict. So I feel like he won't say anything publicly until the red jacket ceremony. Should he say something? And I know he did it in a statement, but should he do it with like, you know, his face and his emotion and the yes. sound of how he says I it? I agree should. with Arcan and I agree with you. He should. He absolutely 100%. should. Well, 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 well. I didn't think that was going to go so well for me specifically there for a minute, but it, it picked up a little bit there at the end. We sounded, I sounded a little less foolish there by the end. I don't think you guys ever sounded too foolish on Jones and Mego with Arcan here. I, I was saying, where is it? I don't think we're going to get it. Where's the, the statement or the video rather from Bill Belichick? And I guess we didn't get a flowery pre-produced video. We bought, got Bill going on the... Let's go podcast, which honestly never in a million years crossed my mind. I never saw that one coming. We got a flowery pre-produced podcast. We did get a, it's a pre-produced podcast. That's a highly produced podcast. Highly planned out. My favorite part of the podcast is how Jim Gray reads an ad in between each question. (laughs) Yeah. That was amazing. It's, uh, yeah, it's brought to you by the golden nugget. (laughs) It's brought to you by, you know, he's like, I didn't love that. It's like a serious conversation. Yeah. Between uh, Bill and Brady. That answer from Bill Belichick was brought to you by USAA. (laughs) It's about their time together and then, you know, it's some strip club. stop calling us grunk. Some strip club advertising. Uh, So anyway, it's, uh, again, Jones and Mego with Arcan. 617-779-7937. It's how you get in touch here. On a Tuesday afternoon, we're with you until 6. You can text us at 37937. Let's get right into it. You guys are familiar with it now. We we begged for it. We asked for it. I'm shocked we got it. I, I'm surprised we have Bill Belichick lowering himself. Make no mistake, he is stooping. He is slumming it on the Brady podcast. But I didn't see it happening. Good for him, I guess. I guess it's a good sign, certainly for the thawing of their relationship, when Bill is saying things like this. The greatest player, the greatest career, uh... The great, great person. Uh, it's such an, an opportunity and an honor for me to, you know, to coach Tom. And uh, I, I guess, I guess it's got in at some point, um, you know. But it, it, it's the greatest one ever. So, congratulations, Tom. Appreciate it. And Brady gets a little emotional. You're going to hear more of that coming up. But Brady gets like a, a touch emotional. I, I again, I'm just, I'm surprised that Bill lowered himself to this level. And I'm surprised he could bring himself to say those things. Like, it was last year where Bill was still talking about how great Lawrence Taylor was and how Lawrence Taylor was the greatest ever, and he couldn't even bring himself to to say the name Tom Brady and lump in Tom Brady with some of those other all-time greats. 
now he's going on calling him the greatest ever. I just I I never in a million years saw that one coming. And I I guess that means things are good now between Brady and Bill. That doesn't mean it was always good, which we'll get to, but I guess things are good between the them. The greatest both. player, the greatest career. Yeah. And you know what else I think it means? I think it means Brady's actually done. I do. I think uh, Bill wouldn't have gone on this podcast if he heard any rumors, any rumblings around that this wasn't a real retirement, that this was some kind of play for Miami or contract negotiation, uh, leverage point or anything like that. I don't. Bill doesn't talk this way about his players until he knows that they are firmly retired. That's in the rear view. I don't think he would be talking this way and this kindly and this emotionally about Tom Brady, which is about as emotional as Bill Belichick gets publicly. Yeah, I can confirm that. If he thought that he was going to be back in the league as a quarterback in a couple months. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just falling for it. I just don't see that. We well, only we only hear this bell, and we'll get to the accuracy of some of the glowing compliments that they pay each other and pay their time in New England together. But we only get this open bill, this like long talking descriptive bill in like the NFL films. Yeah. Talking about stuff that he knows does not yeah, hold talk, anything. Talking about at Chuck Bednarik and talking about history. Yeah, or, exactly. or Brady's history about, now. Right. Or talking about what he considers something that is pretty irrelevant to what he's doing with his team right now. Well, and to your point, Bill didn't do this last year. Mm-mm. Brady retired last year. Bill didn't go on the Let's Go podcast last year. So, okay, interesting observation. Good takeaway. 617-779-7937. Does Bill going on with Brady tell you anything about Brady's future, whether or not he'll come back? And what do you think about Bill bending the knee and going on Tom's podcast? Again, 617-779-7937. Arkan, does it tell you anything? Um, I think that there's a little bit of a something to it. I think there's maybe a little bit of a tone to it as in, I'm still coaching. I outlasted you. I'll go on your podcast now that you're retired, and I'll I'll talk to you now. I mean, I, I think there was maybe a little bit of a of a hint of that, and I only think that because of the way that he wrote his statements. You know, like those statements that came out after Brady retired both times. It was my honor to draft you, and you know, you came yeah. from unknown obscurity for me. You know, and I brought I made you in you. here. And I, all that stuff, I basically, created yeah. you. Yeah, and so now you know you're done, but I'm still coaching, and sure, I'll go on your podcast and talk to you now. I sort of agree with you, Megan. I think that if Brady was still playing there's no way he would have done that but I think that's the reason more so than uh than anything else I'll tell you what I loved the conversation I did I thought that uh Bill's whole thing about I never played quarterback and so watching Brady and you know how he had dissected the game and all that stuff I thought that was great and I think that Bill in those settings is really engaging and really interesting and I just I thought the whole thing listening to it was great the same way I think any other time Bill talks about the history of football and guys he played with and things he did and all that other stuff I find it compelling but I think that was sort of the that was the tone I took away from it was yeah this is history now you're part of my history I'm still coaching and that's the common misconception about Bill Belichick is that he doesn't like to talk he doesn't like to talk to the media he doesn't like to talk at the podium he doesn't like to talk about anything that might reveal anything about his current yeah, he team. doesn't like to make himself but behind look the scenes or when he doesn't feel like there's something at stake about his team he loves to talk <laughs> like you can't get him to stop at times he will go on and on you bring up Johns Hopkins lacrosse to him that man will talk for 15 minutes straight I would definitely want to hear that. So when it comes to Brady's his new Brady's his new Mark Bavaro. So look, <laughs> when bring him up, he won't sport you like to practice. It makes sense it's that true. Bill wants to do this because we're rewriting history. 
And Bill's fine rewriting history. I mean, Bill, Bill turned himself into a dynasty in Cleveland. So if we're rewriting history, we're making Bill look good. Bill will talk your face off like they did last night. Let's get into Brady and Belichick. And this is Brady talking. And I got to be honest, I thought Brady was much better than Bill in this podcast. I thought Brady was much more revelatory. I think Brady said things we had never heard. I know what you're talking about, Arkham, with Bill going on and on about what Brady saw and how it made him a better coach. I think we've heard Bill say a lot of the stuff he said before. I had heard a lot of these things. I thought it was some uncovered territory from Brady. So here he is, and we can start and stop some of this, from Tom Brady on the relationship between the two of them and, well, how the big bad media tried to pry him apart. I think it's always such a stupid conversation to say, you know, Brady versus Belichick, because in my mind, that's not what partnerships are about. Coach couldn't play quarterback, and I couldn't coach. And I think the best part about the best part about football is, and the coach says it a lot, do your job. And he asked me to play quarterback. He didn't ask me to coach. And, you know, I didn't want him playing quarterback. I just wanted him to coach. <laughs> I'd seen him throw, so he definitely wasn't playing quarterback. He, uh, I think it was, it's, it's such a stupid, in my view, it was just people always trying to pull us apart. All right, so time out. It's the second time he calls it stupid. Is Brady versus Belichick stupid? That's a stupid debate. That's a stupid thing to bring up. That's dumb. I can see how Tom Brady thinks so. I don't think Brady thinks that. You think Brady believes that's a stupid debate? No. Yeah, I do. Me, I don't. I don't at all. I, I think Why? Brady. I think Brady desperately cared about who got more credit for how things went here. I think I absolutely I think believe you got that. that flipped upside down. And I think Bill, I think Bill I think, Belichick cared. Oh, Bill cared. I don't think Bill cared Brady, about it with Parcells. Bill Brady cares about it with Brady. About, I don't. Th- I think Brady would have been. And I know this is re- like going back in time. Brady would have been happy to have finished his career here if they had given him the contract that he felt that he yeah, earned. Agreed. And it was that difficult. doesn't mean he doesn't care about difficult for getting more credit than Bill. I don't. I don't think he would have had a problem with his entire career being wrapped up with Bill. Bill, I yeah. think, would feel okay, differently about only having Brady as a quarterback that he was successful with. Okay, fine, but they still care about who got more credit. And don't I wouldn't take Robert Kraft out of this debate either. I think Robert Kraft wants credit, and Bill wants credit, and Brady wants credit. Like they have a million rings, they've all made millions of dollars. So I would ask what what else is aside left aside from leaving for Tampa? What suggests to you that he cared while he was here that he got more credit than Bill? Because he's a person with human emotions, and he didn't like Jimmy Garoppolo getting brought in, and he wanted he to didn't leave. Like Jimmy Garoppolo. He wanted to leave in, in 2017. He to the starting quarterback. Nobody likes to see their successor creeping up on them. I mean, talk about human nature. I don't think that had to do with I'm more important than Bill. I had to do. I think do that think? had way more think? to do with his weird relationship with his own own mortality. What do you think Brady's contract was time. about? What do you mean what was it about? What do you think Brady's contract was about? The Brady's numbers? contract was about I took a pay cut. It's about respect. For think- all you guys all these years. And now that I'm older and you think probably at the very end of my career and I'm facing my own mortality, I want to get paid for what I'm worth. More than Bill. And the rest Because I'm worth more than Bill. I don't think that's it. I think that's it. Uh, what do you guys think? 617-779-7937. Uh, was Brady above it? Maybe Brady was above it. Maybe Brady's telling the truth here. Let's uh, let's keep going with this dumb debate. Brady <laughs> versus Bill. Go ahead, Tom. It's such a stupid... In my view, it was just people always trying to pull us apart. And I don't think we ever even felt that with each other. We never were trying to pull each other apart. We actually were always trying to go in the same direction. Oh, yeah. And I think when we were in New England for 20 years together... You know, it's tired. They get tired of writing the same story. So, you know, once they write all the nice things and championships and this, and then they just start going, well, this works. Let's start trying to divide them. 
Okay. And I think I didn't. I have a problem with this because there was plenty to write about over the years here other than just the championships. I'm sorry. Scandal after scandal rocking this franchise is plenty to write about. And then there, there were individual reactions That's to true. the scandals. Those two and cheaters def- made it easy. That's like, true. <laughs> no, but in Deflategate. You know, the way that they both with Brady's cell phone and Bill trying to, like, wipe his hands clean of the whole situation. That's not writers tearing you apart. That's your own dysfunction that everyone's reporting on because it's the best story in sports. Well, now, now, not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vita. No, 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 you're not. The football world. And now that you've brought it up, I think that's another area where, where Brady and Bill were at odds was uh, over Deflategate. Oh, you think? Yes, yes, to yes, To me, yes. that was, like... The driving wedge. That was the beginning of the end. Well, there was no wedge about legacy and, and between the two and animosity between the yeah. two. Oh, there's a wedge. I don't think the wedge was over, I'm more important than you. I think the wedge had more to do with, I'm not getting the contracts I want. It uh, doesn't feel like you had my back when I'm serving this BS suspension. And a hundred little things like that building up. It's not open heart surgery. Yep. That doesn't mean that Tom sitting there going, Bill thinks he's more important than me. I should be seen as more important than Bill. Well, if there's any sentiment, sentiments like that, I feel like it's something that came a little bit after when he was already out the door. Well, and I, th- I think Bill certainly had it. We can debate if Tom had it. I, I would be shocked if he didn't. But let's, uh, let's hear the end of the clip here if we can. Uh, Tom Brady again on... The big bad media ripping them apart. And this, and then they just start going, well, this works. Let's start trying to divide them. And I think I didn't, I never really appreciated those, you know, ways that people would try to do that. He and I always had a great relationship and we met all the time. And did we always see everything exactly the same way? Who does in life? You know, what close relationship can you have where everything goes, you know, like a bright, sunny day? No, there are moments that. You know, it was never intolerable. I mean, but it was always just, I would say, healthy debates about certain things. And we always talked about him face to face. And I think there's one thing I appreciate about Coach Belichick in life is he's not afraid to have a hard conversation, too. And we didn't always agree, but we always respected each other. I know he respected me for the job that I did, and I certainly did the same. And I think even when you go away from each other, you respect each other probably that much more. I certainly did because I realized the commitment that he was trying to make to get our team to win. And that's the purpose of sports is to try to go compete and win. Okay, so we can we can cut him off here because I think he uh, he starts to repeat himself a little bit. But I would say ninety percent of what I say is probably <laughs> not what I'm thinking. Uh, do you think we're rewriting history? Is that what you think? You think we were trying to pull them apart and it's all made up because Brady said him and Bill are good. Dot dot dot. Now they are good now, and I'm surprised at that. I'm surprised they're good now, and that Bill could lower himself and he lowered himself to go on this podcast. I'm surprised they're to that point. That doesn't mean they were always good. That doesn't mean they weren't backbiting and fighting between the two of them. And we continue to get into that. 617-779-7937. Jones, Mego with Arcan, off and running here on a Tuesday on WEEI. Let's get into why Bill now is stooping to the level of groveling on Tom Brady's broadcast. Let's do that, or Tom Brady's podcast, rather, right after trending here from Christian Arcan. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Celtics held on to beat the Pistons last night in Detroit. 111-99 was the final score. Celtics saw a 20-point second-half lead shrivel down to six in the fourth quarter. They were playing without Jalen Brown, who missed the game with a non-COVID illness. Jason Tatum led all scorers with 34 points. Derek White with 23. The win keeps the Celtics a game up on the Bucks for the best record in the Eastern Conference. Up next, the Celtics return home tomorrow night to host the Philadelphia 76ers. 
For the first time in its 70-year history, the Beanpot Final will be Harvard versus Northeastern. A dark, dark day on ComAv to be sure. The championship game will be played this coming Monday at 7.30. BU and BC will play the consolation game Ugh! at 4.30. NASCAR driver Kyle Busch arrested and detained at Cancun Airport in Mexico in January after a handgun was discovered in his bag. On Monday, he was sentenced to three and a half years in Mexican prison, though Bush released his own statement on Monday in which he said the legal situation is closed. Patrick Mahomes told reporters at Media Day today that he plans to play through his ankle sprain, and according to NFL media, former Carolina interim head coach Steve Wilkes expected to be named the 49ers' next defensive coordinator. Be proactive now, be reactive now. Either way, be active for American Heart Health Month. Take steps to improve your health with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. I'm Christian Arcand. That's what's trending now. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Jones and Mega on WEEI. WEEI. You know, what close relationship can you have where everything goes like a bright, sunny day? No, there are moments that it was... Never intolerable. I mean, but it was always just, I would say, healthy debates about certain things. And we always talked about him face to face. And I think there's one thing I appreciate about Coach Belichick in life is he's not afraid to have a hard conversation, too. We didn't always agree, but we always respected each other. I know he respected me for the job that I did, and I certainly did the same. And I think even when you go away from each other, you respect each other probably that much more. I certainly did because I realized the commitment that he was trying to make to get our team to win. And that's the purpose of sports is to try to go compete and win. And when you have someone that believes in winning as much as you do, you wanna be a part of that. And when people try to get in the way of that, they become the enemy. So I always think the people that tried to drive us apart actually brought us closer together. Tom Brady on the Let's Go podcast, featuring Bill Belichick last night. This is nice happy music to accompany the happy mood between those two. Uh, this hour, 
of Jones and Mega was brought to you by Arbella Insurance here for good. You can give us a call, 617-779-7937. That was the end of that Brady clip on the haters dragging them apart and pulling them apart. And I just, look, I, I was wrong that Brady and Bill aren't good now. They seem like they're good now, mostly because I think Bill has bent the knee. Bill walked to him at Gillette in 2021. Bill went over to him, bent the knee, and Bill went on his podcast. So I think Bill is willing to bend the knee, which tells me a little bit about how Bill is feeling these days. But also, I'm wrong about that. They're they're good. They're better off than I thought now, personally. Now. That doesn't mean they were always good. And I know, Arkan, that last piece you wanted to uh, pounce on. That last piece drove me nuts. And you know what? It wasn't even so much that. It was the reaction to it. A lot of people were like, there it is, checkmate media. You tried to manufacture (laughs) this story for years and years and years, and here's the proof, all the proof you need. That Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, they love each other, and they loved each other this entire time. He says the people trying to drive us apart brought us closer together. That's an amazing comment to make, considering he left. (laughs) He left of New England. He left Bill Belichick. What are you talking about? He drove you closer together. It worked, I guess. We drove you apart because you left. And also, who are you talking about? Like, Because I know a lot of people wrote a lot of different stories. But who specifically are you talking about was trying to divide people? Because your own father had a lot to say. Uh, your business partner, Alex Guerrero, had a lot to say. And your now ex-wife, Johnny Foxborough. I mean, we remember all that, too. I mean, but- so these are people who were close to Tom Brady, who were his enemy, I guess, and driving, uh, driving a wedge here. But honestly. I don't believe it. I think that they fudged the ending on purpose to try and make this, you know, uh, a, a happy thing between the two of them because if they were honest about the way that it all ended it would have been a very different conversation who believes this like like honestly who believes this Uh, people who you know super fans yeah exactly that's up for talk show debate what do you guys think people who can't will themselves to be critical of well anything and people who want to pretend that this dynasty just magically broke apart uh and what was at the center of it Uh, i'm sorry mego what was at the center of it was brady and bill's relationship and I I just how do I know that Brady cared about his legacy because he's a human being because he's a person with actual feelings that cares about how he's viewed and so yes Brady desperately cared about his legacy just like Bill cares about it just like Robert Kraft cares about it just like everybody everybody cares how they're viewed everybody and so I think that's something that mattered to them at the end they had won everything they could They had made all the money they could. The only thing left was who gets the credit. And for Brady to pretend like that wasn't a thing and rewrite history to what? Make make Bill feel better? I have no idea. Make them feel better about what they accomplished so there's no longer any rough edges between the two? I have no idea. But anybody who believes this will believe anything. Just because they got on there and said it, Arkan's right. It brought them closer together. They wound up uh, on completely opposite ends of the East Coast. 1,500, 2,000 miles apart. How far is Tampa? They physically were driven apart. Never mind metaphorically brought closer together. They weren't. So, that tried to drive us apart actually brought us closer together. Okay. I agree. I agree with that up to a point. Of course Brady cares about his legacy. Maybe not in the craziest sense that Bill Belichick does, where I think Belichick, again, cares more about having the credit for this franchise and these dynasties and the different chapters of the dynasty But for Brady, I think it did become intolerable at the end. So it drives me nuts to hear the part where he says, you know, we disagreed. Who doesn't? Ryan, do we have that little bit? What close relationship can you have where everything goes 
like a bright sunny day. No, there are moments that it was never intolerable, oh. I mean, but it was always just, I would say, healthy debates. That's about good. Some- never intolerable, but it was. It did become intolerable yeah. for them to work together. Was the root of that who wants more credit for it? No. I think the root of that was them growing in different directions without becoming too woo-woo. The root of it was Bill continually trying to shore up some kind of succession brand, some kind of succession plan for Brady because nobody had ever seen Brady do what he did. Like nobody had ever seen a quarterback play at that level up through 44, 45 years old. So they were not prepared for that. And I think that's what it came down to at the end and Brady wanting to get paid. And some of that is, of course, respect. Some of it is also money. Like looking at the end of your career and saying, I don't know if Brady brand in the future or TB12. And then there's these little, you know, fractures that happen with Alex Guerrero. And I want Gronk to be able to do his training at TB12 over in Patriot Place. And I want Guerrero on the plane. The root of it was Bill didn't believe in Brady. And some of that becomes a power dynamic. The root of it is Bill didn't believe in Brady anymore. He didn't. And Brady he wanted said, a succession plan. And Brady said, F you. You don't believe in me? I'm more important yes. than you are. Yeah, but that's different than what I'm, you were talking about. No, it's not. I'm more important than you are. So I'll go win somewhere else. Like, I, I absolutely think that's at the root of it. Uh, again, 617. But to say it's in, it was never intolerable is just a oh, complete no. disregard for the last couple was, years. If and it was to tolerable, credit, you stay. Well, it was barely tolerable, they won another Super Bowl. We've heard about that, you know, in the Seth Wickersham book. So to their credit, they made it work at a very high level when it seemed incredibly tenuous. And now it's absence makes the heart grow fonder. They're farther apart so they can say glowing things and they can look back on everything with rose colored glasses. And that's great. That doesn't mean that that's how it was in the moment. I think what Brady's saying is that they stuck together longer than a lot of people would have expected. That's fine. But to say it never became intolerable, please, please. And I, I just think Bill going on this podcast, I'm sorry, tells you about a lot with where Bill is at. Bill is down bad. Bill is in a bad way. If he is stooping to going on Brady's podcast, Bill knows. Bill knows he's in a tough spot. And it reminds me of the Shaughnessy column last fall, Arcand. Yes. Where I'm like, why is Bill doing this? Why is Bill talking to Dan Shaughnessy? Like, what's he getting out of this? Oh, 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 I see. He realizes that... He's catching slings and arrows, and mm-hmm. he's getting raked over the coals and whatever other you know uh, analogy you want to lay on it. And Bill says, I got to fix this. And so Bill's doing the same thing. It's clout. It's currying favor. Bill realizes he's in a bad way. And I, I kind of think it's a bad look for Bill Belichick to be going on this podcast. It makes him a human to say, I can, I can overcome any personal issues that I have and go on there. But... He's the one bending the knee. When I say it's a bad look, he's the one bending the knee. Just like way back in the day, Parcells is the one who bent the knee to him. Because Parcells knew, I can't really hold a candle to to what Belichick has accomplished. I think Bill now realizes that too. And he's like, you know what? I'm not going to fight that I was more important than Brady because it's not a winning battle. So what the hell? You can't beat him, join him. I'll go on that podcast. I'll bend the knee. I think it tells you Bill's in a bad way or at least realizes the the conversation around him has gotten to the point where he can't control it. And so now he's going to play the game. And that tells you Bill's in a bad spot. I think it feels like Bill is treating this like it's irrelevant to him. That Oh, it's Tom's retirement party. I'll go and say some nice words. Okay, that's great, Tommy. Like even how he says, hey, it's got to end sometime, right? For you. Because <laughs> you're a player. Right.
But then he, and uh, you know, he does this throughout the podcast, even though he's very gracious on this podcast and he's very glowing and everything was so amazing. It's like on the one hand, he says, uh, well, you know, it's got to end sometime, huh? And then the next is, well, players are the ones who win. I <laughs> always said that. Players are the ones who win. And it's like, okay. And he's like, coaches can lose games, but players are the ones who win the game. So it's this, you know, you can tell he's trying to put his best foot forward and be just so gracious to Tom. But then Bill creeps out and he's like, but I'm important. Well, so give me uh, okay. give me a little more of the two of them. Uh, because I thought it was interesting when, when Jim Gray, and I think the question's in here, when Jim Gray asked Brady, you know, what, what he learned from Bill Belichick. Tom, what did Bill do to bring out the best in you? I think it's more what did he not do to bring out the best in me. I couldn't imagine a better teacher to, to say, hey, this is how we're going to play quarterback in the NFL. And this is the nuances of the game. And not only that, but I just, from his leadership, which is really one of his great, great qualities, you know, he he showed up every day with a purpose. There was when he always joked, no days off, he meant it. You know, mm. there was his ability to sustain even what he's still doing, you know, 23 years with the Patriots beyond that, you know, so many years in the NFL. But he's in there working in the office right now. You know, he's not out there golfing. And I'm sure he has his moments for those things, but they are a lot fewer than what, you know, he could be doing. You know, he's, you know, you look at his stature and who he is and what his level of performance has been over a long period of time. He could be retired years ago. And the reality is he loves the sport. He loves teaching. He loves coaching. He loves competing. And nobody's done it better than him. And I think what a blessing for me to, there's no way I have the success that I've had, you know, personally without him. And I'm very grateful for that. So this, I think, is a good example. Like Brady really got, I think a little more effusive in his praise. Bill really kept it more to football, which I did find interesting. And I, I would quibble with something Brady said there, and I guess it's his own words, but I, I think he could have been coached up elsewhere. Uh, but that's just me. Can you give Belichick and what Bill learned from coaching Brady all those years? His rookie year, you know, Tom didn't play much, um, three snaps or whatever it was, but he took leadership over that rookie class. And we had like 22 rookies and first-year players that year. Um, and he would keep them out after practice. They'd run plays. He knew what everybody was supposed to do. So somebody made a mistake on the play. It wasn't run by the coaches. It was run by Tom, and you could see the leadership that he um, captured with the team, um, you know, just in those sessions uh, among his peers, which at that time were, you know, rookies and first-year players. And then, you know, after the first season, I brought in um, Damon Hewer because I felt like, you know, I wanted to have an experienced backup quarterback. And Tom beat him out in preseason. And so Tom was the backup quarterback. And, and then when Drew got hurt, then, uh, then it was really pretty much history until um, the, the St. Louis game, the Ram game. And, and that was the game where um, prior to that week, I split reps between uh, Tom and Drew. Uh, but Tom played the whole game. And I just felt like after the game that it was I just couldn't do that. I had to give the starting quarterback the majority of the reps and that it would just be hard to play uh, well with only getting half the snaps. So at that point, I made Tom the starting quarterback, and that's the smartest decision I ever made, uh, maybe other than drafting him. So I, I actually thought that, again, took a little bit from Bill to even just acknowledge it at the end of the day. Like, oh, it's the smartest decision I ever made, drafting Brady, sticking with Brady. Like, that takes something for Bill to admit it, and I think the fact, again, he's there admitting it tells you about Bill – realizing the climate and the temperature around him right now. I read this so differently than you. 
Because I hear that and I go, that's Bill tracking back to the very beginning of who Brady became patting before him, he was. Patting himself saying, on the back. Saying, I was still at this point, you know, I saw who he was and I loved who he was as a person and a leader, but that's the intangibles. It wasn't until before that Rams game when I'm still splitting reps between him and Drew and saying, that's, I'm still on the nice edge and Brady earned it. But I made the decision. It was so why, the smartest decision I ever made. And then after is, the fact, oh, besides drafting him in the first place. Which I also did. Because I also brought him in here. I mean, it is complimenting himself. You're right about no, that. the smartest decision I ever made. And he did that in his um in his press release as well yes. about Brady's. He did pat himself on the back. That's true. Why do you think Bill did it? Why do you think Bill went on the podcast? He could have gone on this podcast at any point over the last... Uh, how long has it been going on? Ten years? Eight, seven, eight, ten years? How long? He, Bill could have gone on this thing anytime. Why now? I think because it's for real. So you and, think, and I do think the you relationship, think he is officially done. The relationship became significantly better after Brady left and was in Tampa. And <laughs> these two are like, you know, it's like a amicable divorce couple. They're fine far apart they don't have to share custody of anything yeah, we can we can see they, each other on wednesdays and other, sundays but we can't live under well, the same not roof even that, but it, like hey if they see each other at a mutual friends party it's hey always loved you right you know you look good did right. you lose weight <laughs> that's what they're doing like hey i heard you came into some money good for you you know, it's not they. They hey, are I happier you, apart. I heard you passed me in Super Bowls. Hey, good for you! Congratulations. <laughs> not that so much. Six one seven. Hey, I heard you missed the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> seven ninety three for the second time in three years. I hear you ran that quarterback into the ground. Uh, again, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. I'm curious why you think Bill is doing it now. Uh, I think it's Bill because it's done. Because, Maybe, it very also, well could be that. Isn't it good? It is good for Bill. That Brady's retiring. It's not yes. the constant comparison. Yes. If now it's going to be Bill Shula, Bill if he's, Shula, Bill If he's Shula. indeed retired, which I'm not totally sold on, but this I know Arkans felt that way. More. You've you've moved on that over the course of the week. Um, it could be that Bill knows it's done. I, I think it's also Bill looking to, again, change the perception, change the narrative, bend the knee, whatever it is. It tells you Bill's in a bit of a rough spot and he knows it. Uh, Paul is in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Paul. Hey guys, good afternoon. Hey, so uh, people have touched on it before, but the reason, in my opinion, Brady left New England is because Giselle took her $600 million that she was worth and said, Tom, I hate New England. I hate the weather. I don't like the team. I'm moving. Are you coming with me or not? And now that they're divorced, Brady is a little freer to say all the things that he's saying. And even Belichick's like, oh, good. You know, you got rid of that part of your life now let's get back to the part of the life that we shared together meaning <laughs> belichick and i just know, I, mean, I just I, don't it, like blaming giselle for for this it's like instead of blaming what really happened brady and bill weren't seeing eye to eye and bill didn't want to pay brady and bill wanted to find the successor to brady and they wanted to win without each other and they wanted to prove who was greater than one another instead of talking about what really happened we just blame giselle i don't like the I don't like that either. There were some weird romantic undertones to that. <laughs> hey, now that Giselle's out of the picture. Look, I, I don't think... He, Tommy. I don't I've think she wanted, We don't have to hide anymore. <laughs> I, I don't think she wanted to be here. I don't think she wanted to be here. I don't think it's because, you know, she wanted to get uh, uh, Brady away from Bill because Wicked Bill was making awesome. his move. I don't think she wanted to be here. I don't like she blaming her for that. She didn't want her to that. play football anymore, okay? Like, she went on TV and talked about how many concussions he had that he wasn't reporting, according to her. Football, I think that's like he had a concussion last year. I mean, he has concussions pretty much. I mean, we don't talk about it, but he does have concussions. So, yeah, I think that 
I think she was like, okay, maybe you can go one more place, and then we're done. And then it was never going to be done, except for now it seems like it is done. But kind of kind of interesting concept. Now you can go back to Bill and be honest <laughs> with him about your feelings. Yes, 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 yes. I think we were all thinking it. Uh, 617-779-7937. Oh, uh, again, was it all just a big farce? Uh, what is Bill trying to prove by going on this podcast? And who's the real enemy? If Bill and Brady are cool, and Brady is hesitating about signing a one-day contract with the Patriots and a little hesitant about coming back and, I don't know, doing big favors for the organization, who's the real enemy? If it's not Bill... Is it Robert Kraft? Let's get to that with all your phone calls next. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. Jones, Megan Annalini, Christian Arcan. We're here until 6 on a Tuesday. All your phone calls, 617-779-7937. First hour of Jones and Mego brought to you by Arbella Insurance here for good. We've been kicking around our reaction to Bill Belichick going on the Tom Brady Let's Go podcast. I think Mego's on to something. If Bill's going to go on there, he didn't do it last year. If Bill's going to go on there, maybe it is evidence that Brady's done. I, I still am not ready to go there, but that would be a reason for Bill to do it. I'll acknowledge that all day long. That would be a reason for Bill to go on there. Oh, Brady's not going to come back? I'm not going to look like some jackass going on, and now every time Brady retires, I, I have a standing ovation to go on his podcast, or standing invitation, rather, to go on his podcast. But I still think Bill is realizing now that everything's kind of changed around him. And you know what? I'm not anti-Brady. I think Bill misread that on the way out. How much people were going to have Brady's back and root for the Buccaneers. And that that had to have been so humbling for Bill, whether he'd admit it or not. How many people were pulling for Brady and pulling for Tampa and have watched Brady and watched Tampa even over his team at some points in time? That has to be humbling for him. So, uh, you know what? I misread things. I am okay with Tom. I'm starting to wonder after this podcast, Megan, how Brady and Kraft are. I'm starting to wonder that because Robert Kraft made a big video, big song and dance, three and a half minutes or whatever it was. Uh, he went on CNN and said, <laughs> we're going to we're gonna honor Tom Brady with a one-day contract. And yet we're hearing from Tom Curran, who we talked to last week and we'll talk to on Thursday, that Brady's not super keen on signing the one-day contract. Maybe, maybe the enemy now isn't Bill, as we found out, Maybe Brady's got the issue with ownership. Well, I'm rooting for Tom Brady. Ultimately, the people at the end of the day who didn't give him his contract were Robert and Jonathan. I mean, they can overrule Bill. They did overrule Bill over the years. Robert bragged about how he worked out and finessed contracts with Tom Brady. They didn't work one out this time. And maybe there's more animosity there these days than there is with Bill. I don't know if I'd say animosity, but kind of, look, on the way out, it was, okay, you, you know... You went over Bill, Kraft went over Bill to send Garoppolo out of town because, and those two worked that out. Then when it came down and it got worse between 
Bill and Brady and he tried to Pontius pilot it and wash his hands of it, it would, he by default chose Bill and Brady walked out of town. And so I think it does come back to, to me, the contract that Brady wanted. And Bill wasn't in Brady's corner about that contract. He was focused on the succession plan, figuring out what he was going to do because historically having a quarterback in their 40s is not a good system for your franchise. And I'm sure that he imparted that idea on Kraft. And Kraft said, you're the football guy. I just own the team. Yeah, it's okay. And so now, of course, Tom is like probably seeing the CNN clip and being like, come on. Why are you putting that out there? You never gave me that contract. I mean, again, I just... So now I'm supposed to do this symbolic contract. Animosity, I'm not sure. Irritation, maybe. Okay. Because he's probably so feeling now we're, like, I'm trying to retire in peace and trying to make everything good. Now we're and parsing now you're words and splitting hairs. crap from the past. But fine. We can parse words and split hairs. Well, Irritation, animosity, whatever. Fine. But I, I don't... Did you see all the guests that were on this podcast last mm-hmm. night? Patrick Mahomes, Peyton Manning, Bill Belichick... Grog freaking crashed the party at one point. I don't know if you guys heard that. Bill was trying to be like all heartfelt with Brady, and Gronk comes in and crashes it at the end. Oh, hey, the, coach. Oh, oh, me here now. Gronk here now. It's Robbie G time. <laughs> like, he comes in and just crashes the but Like, it's a million guests. <laughs> Mahomes. Mahomes. Like, what was he doing on there? Robert parents. Kra- Robert Kra- His parents at the end? Right. Oprah had a message at the end, I think. Rob- Did she really? Or is that a joke? No, I'm dead serious. Did she? I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't, know that. I didn't make it that time, far. Yeah. Shouldn't be kissing this kid like that. I made it pretty <laughs> far. History. I didn't make it that far. But uh, but I didn't hear Robert Kraft anywhere in there. So I don't know. I mean, is is the animosity, irritation, uh, any built up? To be fair, frustration with Kraft and not Bill these days. Brady might have been doing Kraft a favor by not having him in an open ended, free flowing conversation. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, I, I, I think there's at the very least a reason for Brady right now to be annoyed. I agree with Megan. I think Kraft going on the day after the announcement and making it all about him and about the Patriots and, oh, I want him to do this for me uh, was, I thought, tasteless and tactless. And for someone like Robert Kraft, who's part of this big, you know, media company, uh, he should know a little bit more how that would come off. It didn't come off good for him. He looked desperate. He looked thirsty. And he looked like he was trying to make Brady's retirement all about him and well, the Patriots. And he put himself out there. Yeah. And if, if Brady doesn't follow through, Robert's the one who's going to look bad with the fan base. True. Um, who would know better what it's like to step away from a glorious career. What's with the water bottle? Um, it's like, and it's how, like how difficult it is and what it takes. Here's Oprah Winfrey. Oh. Hey, Tom. Oprah here. I just wanted to say I understand so fully, why, deeply, what it means to. I don't want to hear this anymore. I don't want to hear Oprah anymore. So Oprah didn't even Oprah. didn't even know she was supposed to do that. She uh, just what? started talking. Why? Why is she on there? Oprah thought she was on Meghan Markle's podcast. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Shouldn't be kissing this kid like Whoever that. Whoever this is. But okay, know. okay. Mahomes, Manning. Brady's parents, Belichick, Oprah, where was Robert Kraft? And maybe that tells you a little something. 617-779-7937. Mike's in Boston. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Mike. Uh, You know, you guys want to keep going back and forth about what started it, what happened. All you need to know is one thing, and Giselle said this. I forget when it was. It was either... 2016 or 17, she said, all my husband wants to feel is appreciated. 
I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, I mean, I, I remember something uh, vaguely similar. Also- and I think he just want, you know, he, he tells me I love it so much and I just want to go to work and feel appreciated and have fun. So this was this was in Tom versus Time? Tom versus Time. Okay. Yep. So I do remember Giselle saying something to that effect. Yeah. Who do you think she's talking about there? She's talking about Bill. Are you sure she's not talking about Kraft? Appreciate me well, with a contract? Fair point. It could be both. It, it, it could be both. But I think the dis. I think the disrespect started with Bill. Doesn't it seem... I mean, she also went on to say in the Benedict book, not the Wickersham book, but the Jeff Benedict book, I think, is where the Tommy Foxborough comment came from, <laughs> or Johnny Foxborough or whatever. I mean, that's, that's Bill disrespecting Brady. Appreciation. See, to me, I mean, Bill is a part of it. He is a part of it. I think it all came down to Brady wanted to retire the way he wanted to retire, on a big contract, ending his time in New England, and Bill was part of it, and Kraft was part of it, the two did not make that possible for him. They did not make that dream possible for him. Whether it comes down, I just don't think it comes down to, I'm more important than Bill. Bill thinks he's more important than me. But why do you think Brady doesn't think that way? It just is most, not most really people, him. Most people think that way. I know. and I, he's, Competitive he, people do. Yeah. He's gotten the ego. Yeah, right. Brady's, Brady's competitive over like ping pong. You don't think he's competitive with Bill over their legacy? It's bigger picture stuff. That yeah, it's much more important than a stupid ping pong game. I know, but I think those two things are kind of separate. Okay, I just I I think you're giving Brady way too much credit that Maybe Brady I am. that Brady is above something like that. I think he's crazy competitive about everything like Jordan was and like probably Bill is and like all these other people. See, That's actually, why it's still a conversation. I actually think Brady and Jordan are kind of different personalities. And like Brady is a little bit he's Californian. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know how those people are oh, touchy-feely. Sure. Woo-woo. Wise from California, sure. Very touchy-feely. I'm not from Boston. I'm from California. <laughs> yeah, don't you get it? So I just, I just, I mean, look, maybe Brady's better than all of us. I just, I don't think he is. Just he's better a, than you, I think. He's say. a better athlete. He's a better football player. I mean, he's the greatest uh, maybe player in any sport ever. But when it comes to stuff like this, like being above the legacy and above how he's appreciated not and viewed. Not legacy, just I me just, versus him in everything. I don't think so. I just don't give Brady that much credit. But but again, I, I could be wrong. You tell me. 617-779-7937. We'll continue with your feedback here coming up. Uh, more on Brady and Belichick, the Let's Go podcast. Plus, let's mix in a few thoughts on the Celtics who were back in action last night. And I think expose some of their flaws, even in a victory over the Detroit Pistons. We'll get to that next. Brian Scalabrini joins Jones and Mego every Wednesday afternoon at 4. Brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market and Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant. Scal, Wednesday afternoons at 4 on WEEI. Your growing insurance agency succeeds by delivering great products, personalized service, and peace of mind for your customers. It's also why you look to Brookline Bank for a more personalized style of banking and financial solutions that support everything from your daily operations to acquisition financing. With Brookline, you have a bank that also brings you peace of mind. It's banking, well-crafted from Brookline Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. For the best deal on tires, head to Town Fair Tire. We beat every competitor every day on every tire. Tire dealers, we beat them. Clubs, we beat them. Online prices, we beat them. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts, all while reinvesting in your biggest asset. Not to mention the savings on your energy bills for years to come. Get two free windows with every two you buy and pay nothing for two full years. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. Most people approaching retirement age are on the lookout for ways to save money. 
And when it comes to saving on your Medicare prescriptions, look no further than your neighborhood Walgreens. We're a preferred network pharmacy with many plans nationwide, which could mean lower co-pays for you. Fill your prescriptions at a Walgreens pharmacy and start saving today. Walgreens participates with AARP Medicare RX from United Healthcare, WellCare, and Cigna. Walgreens participates with other plans. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for details. Guys, this Valentine's Day, give her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all with soft, silky, naturally nude pajamas. Available exclusively at Pajamagram. Sexy, sultry, naturally nude pajamas. They feel just like her soft skin. Even more alluring than lingerie. The texture and touch of these pajamas is so seductive, you'll both love the feel of them. Leave nothing to the imagination with naturally nude pajamas. She'll love the feeling of wearing next to nothing at all. Order today. Use code radio and Pajamagram will include free Valentine's Day deluxe packaging, which includes a red velvet gift bag, lotion, and an eye mask. That's a $40 savings with code radio on a best-selling Valentine's Day total gift experience. Valentine's night done right. Get her a gift. That's a sure thing. Look, if you missed out on this offer during Christmas, you better make up for it now. Don't make the same mistake twice. Give her naturally nude pajamas. But you need to order today because last year they sold out before Valentine's Day. So here's what you do. Go to pajamagram.com right now. That's pajamagram.com. Use code radio to order your naturally nude pajamas and tell them Mego sent you. TNDcars.com in Holbrook, Mass. offers you more truck value. Their certified pre-owned vehicles give you peace of mind, and their low overhead allows them to pass on the savings to you. Visit TNDcars.com to find your next truck today. That's TNDcars.com. If you own a business, this has been a bumpy ride. From pandemic to inflation, I'm sure you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and survived COVID, you might be eligible to receive a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. The challenge is getting your hands on it. Hi, I'm Howard Mackler. and that- We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.